We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize. Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame. Come on down. I'll make a deal just for that me spin the wheel. Come on down. To win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck and thorough knowledge of multiple disparate trivial subjects. All right, welcome back to another episode of Come On Down. I'm John Baker. I'm Jonathan Montney. And today we're going to be talking about Wheel of, of Fortune. Fortune. That's the name of the, that's how they say it. Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> you can do it with anything. Yeah, you can. You really can. Pizza Planet. Well, that one didn't work that well. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I lo- I'm I very mean, excited to talk about this game show. I have not watched it in a very long time. You haven't? Until the last 24 hours almost straight. Oh, wow. And It's a big day. It it's is exactly day. as I remember it, and that is not a bad thing at all. Okay, good. I mean, spoiler alert for people just turn it off. They're it done. doesn't change. The show? Yeah. Modestly. There are modest amounts. I mean, it looks better with nicer cameras. That was the only change I could see. It's more HD now. There's Mm -hmm. more pixels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Before we get started, you're playing with some paper over there. Oh, yeah. We do have another sponsor. Oh, do we? Yeah, we do. A real one? A new one. Yeah. Isn't that weird? We can never get the same sponsor to come back. It's always got to be a new sponsor. Yeah. I think because they hear us. So every sponsor that we've had so far has gone out of business, has filed Chapter 11. Every single one. Uh, bankruptcy within 48 hours <laughs> like almost immediately after the podcast yeah and, and i mean from when we recorded the, b- b- i don't think a single uh sponsor mm-hmm. that we have aired has existed at the time that the episode aired unfortunately <laughs> oh, no. uh, so terrible investment for them so nobody can so use far. the come on down code yeah nobody the, the, we've got i guess it makes sense because nobody's ordering it zero total renewals and that's not because nobody listens to the podcast because trust me Nobody like, listens to the podcast. Yeah, okay, okay. But also, also, they're you know the websites have been down before mm-hmm. they were able to log on and use it. So that's sad. But I this is a a tried, true and tested sponsor. Okay. And they're probably we're confident about this. Almost probably going to be in business. Okay. Uh, better than 50-50 chance. Well, no, I wouldn't go that high. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Let's tamp tamp down our expectations a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah. But I I'm excited to see who this sponsor is and. Uh, and share some info with with all of our listeners. Sure. Starts with you. All right. Today's sponsor hails from Alaska. Alaska is known for three things. Marine product exports, metal ore exports, and suicides. That's right. And to combat the paralyzing sadness, our sponsor, Grill Yourself, brings some sunshine into the Sunshine State. I thought uh, California was the Sunshine State. Don't know why. Because Alaska receives more sunlight in spring and summer than any other state. You're right. That makes sense. Your brain is bigger than mine. (laughs) Anyway, it can be depressing to live alone and cook dinner on a huge grill meant for 8 to 10 burger patties. It's just another reminder that you're shuttered in emotionally and physically. Not anymore. Grill Yourself is a solo-sized grill meant for only one burger patty. You won't have to think about the lack of personal connections in your life when your meat patty fits perfectly and fills the entire space of this grill. 
And for all the visual people listening, mm. just imagine a grill that looks the exact same as a regular <laughs> grill from the bottom, except <laughs> it funnels it funnels into a tiny heated circle perfect for one burger. So it's down it's big. It's like With the at the bottom. Yeah. So so it's wheel it's it's an outdoor thing. Correct. It's got yeah. wheels at the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's like 46 inches by yeah. 30 inches. It's a similar at, awkward at grill the base. size. But then it's a pier it's like a pyramid situation. Yeah, it it pyramids up. up in a reverse funnel sort of thing. Correct. And then is a circle. Mm-hmm. A burger sized for circle. one patty. For one patty. Okay. Sorry, I gotta keep reading my line. It even has the cover still. What? So it's basically a waffle maker, but for a burger with a giant bottom wheels and all. <laughs> okay. All right. So the cover, I guess, means like the lid. You yeah, close the lid, lid on yeah. it like a press. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, come on down, listeners. Get 15% off their order with the code Come On Down. What a deal. So remember, as winter approaches and seasonal depression creeps closer in an already mentally exhausting year, don't kill yourself, grill yourself. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, so what they did here was they took the approach of... Uh, this is specifically for people One, in Alaska, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, it's facing. Well, no, it's not, it's not for. So it's, it's anybody with like seasonal affective this came disorder. This from Alaska because it's such a. De- oh, okay, so it's very depressing. In Alaska. There. Is yeah. there is there a high suicide rate in Alaska? It's the highest of all fifty states. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, I guess they know because what... you live in Alaska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair. I guess they. I guess they know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. I guess it's just an interesting approach to promote. A grill um, via suicide uh, <laughs> or suicide, suicide prevention. Right. I guess. It's for so a, it's a noble specific cause. type of individual. It's a pretty. It's a noble cause. Um, yeah, and it's I think almost should start calling Alaska the Sunshine State. It reminds me of um, a much more unwieldy George Foreman <laughs> with suicide. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Who's is there like a suicidal? Uh, sports announcer that we can... Oh, Dak Prescott. Didn't he come out and say Jesus he is? Christ. <laughs> no, he said he's struggling with depression because his brother killed himself. Yeah. He's also not but an But he's still he's struggling with it. The brother doesn't get all the spotlight in that. Okay. All right. Well, I guarantee they are not going to be in business long based on what I've seen and discussed so far. All right. So as we mentioned today, again, thank you to our sponsor, Suicide Grills or whatever it was called. Grill Yourself. Grill Yourself. Uh, today we are going to be talking about Wheel of Fortune. Mm-hmm. Now, here are some things you might or might not know about Wheel of Fortune. Didn't start with a wheel. What? Did it not start with a wheel? No, it did. It, it always, always it had, always the, had wheel. the wheel. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was in the name. I was uh, just throwing out. Okay. Yeah. So it debuted in 1975. Mm, 70s. Groovy. Right. Man. So it was created by Merv Griffin. Who he also created Jeopardy. Yeah, he sounds familiar. He also had the Merv Griffin Show, a talk show that he hosted for I don't know two decades, maybe wow. or so. He also um, there was also that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer found the set from the Merv Griffin Show in a dumpster and then recreated it in <laughs> his apartment. That's great. And did a game sh- or a uh, talk show with Jerry and friends and neighbors and Newman and etc. Classic episode. Yeah. Not puffy shirt, but still a good app. Sure, what it sounds like. But um, 
Yeah, so so it was created by him in 1975, and he got the idea because he remembers he loved playing Hangman when he was a kid on road trips with his siblings. So, I mean, the game is basically Hangman right? at its core. And it, can I say, what a perfect game to couple with the sponsor. Hangman? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Wow. Uh, I mean, I guess that's why they reached out. They specifically asked us to do an episode Wheel. of Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that he, he, he thought it was uh, a fun game that he played growing up, and he thought there was a way he could adapt that into a game show. He also really liked roulette wheels in Vegas casinos. He's an avid gambler. uh, Yeah, of course. And so that's where the the wheel came from. Uh, It was based on casino roulette wheels, and he actually they actually worked with Caesar's Palace Mm. to create the wheel for the show. That makes sense because it does have a flashy it's blinky and there's a lot yeah. of, there's lots of lights on it it makes noises and it uh it weighs 2500 pounds wow do you know what that is in uh in stone do you know how many stones in stone yeah let's see i'm gonna say stone is 500 pounds so i don't know five stones yeah a stone is uh it varies a lot it's for, most commonly 14 pounds 14 pounds yeah are you saying, like, is that a unit of measure? Yeah, like in the UK, they'll say, like, oh, by the way, 10 stones. And you said 10 stone. varies? I don't what a weird it. use of measurement if it varies. I don't know. They're a weird, they're a weird group of people over there <laughs> in Europe. Uh, well, it varied. It, we might it, have. Historically and across national borders, it has varied from, like, 5 to 40 pounds, what, okay. what a stone means. Sounds like a terrible unit of measurement, well, but okay. The only, the only reason that it's terrible is because if something's 80 pounds and somebody's like, hey, I'm coming over to uh, to pick that thing up, how, how much is it weigh? And they say, oh, it's about two stones. You don't know if they mean 10 pounds or 80 pounds. Yeah. So that, that could be confusing like, and problematic. Like, do I need to bring a friend? Right, exactly. Is this a, is this a partner lift? Situation. Partner lift. That's what this says on the boxes for uh, partner lift for large you know, appliances and stuff. Appliances and stuff. Yeah, partner yeah. lift. You have to actually be in a domestic partnership, but to lift it in order to lift it. Wow. It's like the power of love. I think that it's that's like the third. It, that's yeah, like that's the okay. third lifter. It's like when you see the picture of the uh, footprints in the sand. And uh, it's with Jesus. Jesus, yeah, but the spirit why, of power. Jesus, why did you leave me? And then he says, "No, my son, this is where I carried you." Yeah, that's love. Is that what he says? No, that's... my son, this is where I carried you. Yeah, because, oh, because th- there's two, and Jesus is like, "I was were, walking alongside you," you. and he's like, "Well, your... why'd you leave me right here?" And then Jesus is like, "Hey, I carried you right here, motherfucker. Show mm-hmm. some grace." That does sound like something Jesus would say. Gratitude. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the power of love helps lift the the appliances. Got it. Yeah. So so anyway, it's a it's a big heavy wheel. So he he went to NBC, Merv Griffin, and he said, "Hey, I got this idea for a show. It's like Hangman, but there's a wheel, and you get monies for each one that you guess." <laughs> was that properly. his actual pitch? That was his pitch. It sounds like he I, needed he care from somebody. I, he was like, "I found the uh, his original PowerPoint deck." He did a PowerPoint in 1975. Yeah, he he cool. did a PowerPoint deck. He was a he was a pioneer, like I've said. I can tell. And 
so that was that was what it said actually um and and he took it to nbc and they said oh wow that's great and there was a woman who was in charge of their daytime tv she was vice president of Mm -hmm. nbc programming she looked over all of daytime tv and her name was lynn boleyn and Lynn Bolin. That's not a candy that a child eats? No, Lynn Bolin. Lynn space Bolin. Uh, she was the vice president, and she said, you know. Thank you for telling me where the space was, by the way. I just it could th- have easily been L I N B O space. Right, it wasn't Lynn Bolin. Her name was Lynn Bolin. Okay. Uh, she was tragically beheaded by her husband years later for treason. Um, and so Lynn Bolin said, I think. What would make women like this show more is if there was more shopping involved in it. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. And that came from a woman. This we need to be clear. From this that is not, came from this wasn't a my woman. Thought. This wasn't my. I disagree with this. I think this is regressive and bad. I agree. I think it should be theft. Right. <laughs> I think people should be looting. Right. And, and so she said, I think there needs to be more shopping involved. And so... There was initially they they filmed a pilot, and the show was not called Wheel of Fortune in the mm-hmm. pilot. Mm-hmm. So in that case, you were kind of right about there being no wheel. Okay. There was a wheel, but it wasn't in the name, right? Because the show was called Shoppers Bazaar. Mm. That is a better name. It's bizarre, <laughs> and it's not a better name. And so they filmed a pilot. It ended up never airing. The show was reworked a little bit. But it still included the shopping portion of the show. Did the first part also include it was still Hangman plus Wheel? The, so there was no like actual Hangman. So it was, it was, just it was still always point. just guessing the letters to try and fill in oh, okay. the puzzle. But that uh, that that was kind of the the origin of it. And again, when it came out, so you're winning dollars. So you spin the wheel, you land on a dollar amount. And you guess a letter. If that letter is there, however many times it appears in the puzzle, you get that multiplied by whatever mm-hmm. dollar amount you landed on. Yeah. You can buy a vowel when it's your turn for $250. And there's if, the shopper part. <laughs> that, that's part of the shopping right there. You buy okay. vowels for $250. Okay. And if, if they appear there, you only spend $250 once. So if there's seven E's, it only costs you $250. That's not multiplied. But if they're there, you maintain your turn and you can still spin the wheel or buy another vowel or solve the puzzle afterwards, whatever you want to do. Okay. And anytime you get it correct, you maintain control. You can spin, buy, solve. So that already right there is a better name, by the way. Spin, buy, solve. Spin, buy, solve. All right. We are going to make a knockoff (laughs) version. That is an iPhone game developed by a company in China with a sure. lot of microtransactions, of and it is going to be called Spin by Solve. And I just said it right now, which means it's legally copyrighted. And we have already we have already had patents pending, so don't even try. Patents patents are pending, and we'll see if we can get Suicide Grills to sponsor it. <laughs> um, it's called Grill Yourself. Oh, sorry, Grill Yourself. <clears throat> so once the puzzle is solved, the person who solved it wins all the money that they accrued in that round. So obviously we know there's a bankrupt on the board. Mm-hmm. If you land on that, you lose all your money from that round. You back at zero, it's on to the next person's turn, whatever. The minimum amount you can win in a puzzle is a thousand dollars. So if you bankrupt, for example, and then it goes to the next two people and gets back around to you and now you know what the puzzle is, 
you can just solve it and you get a thousand dollars when you win it. Okay. So you don't have to spin if you're These were nervous. all rules from the inception? Those were all rules from inception. So nothing has changed. Right. Nothing has changed basically. Wow. So, but in between rounds, mm. there was the shopping round. So you didn't get that money in cash. You got that in credit towards prizes that were in the little shopping store of the show. Oh, it was Dave and Buster's. That you, exactly. You took your tickets, they weighed them, and you said, <laughs> I don't know if that is the most reliable way to count these tickets. <laughs> They're so light that scale can't possibly right. be accurate to the point where I'm getting full value for my tickets here. Sure. So they, you, you took your money over there, and there were prizes, and you bought stuff with them. What you could do, and this was weird, you could bank money like if you were like oh no the giant porky pig stuffed doll that i want mm, that the is, eyes do not line up is, in the stitching right is three thousand dollars and i only won twenty five hundred dollars mm-hmm. in that round you could bank your money and take it back with you to the next round and hope to win the next puzzle and more money but if you bankrupted you lost that twenty five hundred dollars as well so you could have gotten 40 different tootsie rolls or right so, risk it to try and so get you the just end up with a little ring pop instead. Right. So, so you that that was how it worked, and that version of the show went like that for several years with the weird shopping portion until the and this was in the show. This was in the show Wheel of Fortune because a VP was like, "We need women to watch this show, yep. and they like shopping. they love shop shop shopping." Okay, so. I mean, she tried to get the show to be called Shoppers Bazaar. That didn't work. Yeah. So they, but they kept the shopping element in there. And God, my mouth is doing that noise. Are you not? You know, I'm properly hydrated. All right. I've done my stretches. I've. What stretches do you do to combat this dehydration? ASMR. We're losing listeners <laughs> no, every is, time is, you do that. ASMR is really big right now. Not that type of ASMR. What do you mean? Here's let me t- let me tell you what type of ASMR is popular. Um, it's young girls on YouTube that play with makeup stuff. That's what's popular. Do you like want to know they, why it's popular, John? They opening. Do you want to know why it's popular? Because people like the sounds. Mm, no, not really. Because people like makeup. I do get the tingles though. Have you ever listened to ASMR and gotten the the head tingles when you No, I've gotten annoyed and thought this is stupid and dumb. I hate this. Why is anybody doing this? So do you know when people play with your hair and you kind of get like your, uh-huh. your scalp kind of gets the tingle? Yeah, yeah. Or that thing. What's that weird weird spiky thing that yeah. you go It looks like it's going to cut your head open but then it bends at the last <laughs> yeah. second and you're like, "Oh, I'm orgasming." Exactly. You think you're head. about to get a uh, like a lobotomy, a mm-hmm. multiple lobotomy or like, like battle, over, like, battle it, like I'm a Kennedy daughter or something like that. Yeah. What was the movie that was initially ended up being a parody? It was about all those giant aliens that would come out and they would throw a cone into your head and suck your brains out. Oh, um, Starship Starship Troopers. Troopers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, but without the brain sucking part. (laughs) Okay. You know what? Maybe I'll try listening to some some more asthma. Um, So that was eliminated from the show in the early to mid 80s. They decided... It went for 10 years. I'm, t- I'm telling you, the shopping portion lasted for several <laughs> years. Very oddly. And the reason they finally removed it was mostly because... Women it, were like, we don't like this part of the show. <laughs> Women were like, I shop every day. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I don't need to shop. And then come home and see people shopping. Right. Um, 
though they mostly eliminated it because it was a bigger tax burden on the people because if they got multiple prizes oh, yeah. versus just giving them cash, it was less of a tax burden. Yeah. For them. So that's the dark part of that's like the dark side that nobody talks about on game shows. Like, oh, you want a car? Sweet. And that, yeah. You now, owe so you actually dollars now. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot, a lot of like sweepstakes and stuff now. And I don't know about game shows or if they necessarily advertise it, but when you win, like there's this thing on HGTV that mm-hmm. I enter twice every day to win a house. Mm-hmm. And so you win the house and it's like valued at a million dollars or something like that. Where's the house? This one's in Maine. They do. You would move to Maine? No. So what would you just like Airbnb it? Probably, yeah. You would get a million dollar house and then you would Airbnb it. Right, because I got it for free. So it's all profit. But anyway, the point is they do these several You have to pay these. someone to come and clean it. You don't live in, you live so far away from Maine. Right, I'd figure that out. But what's your full, I want to hear your full process. What is your full walkthrough? If you win this house, what are your next steps? All right. So if I win this house, well, first of all, I've got to look at, because they don't show you like the actual address of the house. They say like kind of generally where it is Mm -hmm. and, you know, they show video tours and things like that. Do they say it is in the million dollar range or you're just throwing that out? No, they say it's, it's valued at like a million dollars and it's all like HGTV'd up. They've had their people. Yeah. And it includes all like the furniture and they put in all of the smart Dang. sensors and whatever and you know the landscaping and fire pit and all this really cool stuff okay so the plan is so i've got to figure out where it is to do some research on the property values in mm-hmm. that city in that neighborhood etc sure great because there's also a cash option but the, like they'll say so you win lump sum or yes okay so so there's you win this million dollar house and a hundred thousand dollars because that's what I'm saying, but that's how they help you with the tax burden is they also give oh, you cash. Okay. So that you can use that cash to pay the government, the taxes that you now owe. Mm-hmm. So which of that cash is also taxed. But anyway. So but the um cash option will be seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're saying it's a million dollar house. So you've got to consider, is this house actually worth a million dollars? Could I actually turn this house into a million dollars? Might it be a better idea to take the cash option since I'm obviously not moving to Maine to live in this house anyway? Yeah. I mean, could you just take the cash option in the house and then just sell it? So, well, you can take either the cash option or the house. No, so you I can mean, take the, the house and then sell it. Plus yeah, the house. exactly. Okay. But... And I think you get the hundred thousand even if you take the cash option also, so you get whatever seven hundred fifty thousand yeah. plus a hundred thousand. Okay. But yeah, so you could do that. But again, that goes into the research of how much is it going to cost to sell this house? Is are there million dollar houses selling in this area frequently? Is that something that's viable? Yeah. You know, so th- it re- it would require some research to make that determination uh-huh. to d- decide whether that's a good idea or not. Okay. Which is my my why my default is. Oh, that would be a nice little vacation house to go to for a couple weeks a year and then maybe Airbnb it yeah. the rest of the when year. When it's like 110 degrees in Texas. Exactly. Take a couple weeks. Exactly. Okay. So that's my plan there. But yeah, that was how they did the the shopping round. They got rid of it. <clears throat> but <clears throat> as you know, Wheel of Fortune, Pat Sajak, and Vanna White, they're mm. synonymous with it. I mean, name a name a more iconic duo. Abbott and Costello. More iconic than that. Batman and Robin, maybe? 
Ooh, Batman and Robin's a good Superman one. Superman and his cape. Uh, I don't know if that counts as a duo. <laughs> but they're always together. They No. Well, I guess... Dude, he's always Kenneth. wearing it under his clothes. <laughs> okay, yep. That makes sense. He rips off his suit and he's got that cape just yeah. flowing immediately. Do you imagine like walking or like standing behind Superman <laughs> in like an elevator and it's just like... Bunched billowing. up? <laughs> because he's got to have it tucked into his pants also. <laughs> so he's got to get pants that are two inches bigger yeah. to make sure that... And then here's the real problem is the legs. It's got to bunch up by his ass yeah, and he because it can't wore, go like, down the two legs. And baggy pants weren't a thing in the whenever Superman, like 50s, 60s, I think is when he was created. Right. Well, I mean, I, don't know, I, I think guess, it was the 30s. But was it the 30s? I think so. But, I mean, the best time for Superman was the 90s because Clark Jinkos, Kent could dude. wear Jenkos. Jenkos, dude. Obviously. For sure. Superman wore Jenkos. And can you imagine, like, w- watching Superman try and run... With Jinkos on to a place where he can change out of his Jinkos. <laughs> Superman is, is running on the street with his soaps and his... Uh, <laughs> he's grinding he, on curbs. <laughs> yeah, and he's got his wallet chain. <laughs> his, Why was there never a 90s Superman? I don't know. There should have been a Superman that had a 9-inch nails t-shirt on at all times. Oh, man. But, so, it, like we were saying, it's synonymous with Pat Sajak and Van and White. Yeah. They weren't always there, it turns out. Yeah, right. You're lying to me now. I don't ever lie to you. <clears throat> but Chuck Woolery was the original host of the show. It's a strong name. It is. So he went on to later host Love Connection and Scrabble, which was a game show. He would go over to people's houses. He'd go, he'd go, he would just narrate. <laughs> he, you, you could have him come over. It was kind of like Cameo before the website okay. Cameo yeah. existed. You could just, you know, pay him to come over and narrate your like 20 Scrabble bucks. games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So narrate your Scrabble games. So Chuck so he Woolery, would just be he would probably just turn into a mediator because family game night usually ended in conflict. He had to tell you whether he actually just had a dictionary and he was looking up whether it was a real word <laughs> at all checker. times. He was the he was the dictionary checker. So Chuck Woolery, he was the original host in nineteen seventy five. He was the host until 1981, and the original hostess was a woman named Susan Stafford. Her okay. qualifications were she was hot, and so she could stand there silently on the TV. And That, that was made, the one qualification? That was the one, one qualification. I felt like, I feel like calling them host and hostess as they're officially mm-hmm. titled is a bit generous because... Susan Stafford, or now Vanna White, does almost no hosting duties whatsoever. Never really opens their mouth. Right. Kind of just stands there and flips over the letters. How many, Which, how many steps do you think she gets in a game? I'd I, say like at least 500. Probably around there. It depends how many. Because she's usually walking back and forth. She stops right. on one side, then she goes, does something, then she stops mm-hmm. on the other side. She never doubles back. Although sometimes do you think they, the... They light up in a weird order. Have you seen like? And, I've absolutely noticed, and she knows where they are, so yeah. she'll kind of stop in front of it, expecting it to light up, and it doesn't. So right. She's like, All right, I have to go back, I guess. Yeah. But do you think that's what the first girl, Susan Stafford, you said? Susan Stafford. Yeah. You think that's why she lost the job? She would just stop in the middle and turn around. <laughs> she's standing. She's standing in front of it, and they're trying to solve it, and she's blocking so, like six letters. Susan, can you? Can you? Can you? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're the only Susan. I'm yes, Susan. Can you please move to the left? Yeah, so Susan Stafford, she was the the original hostess uh, until 1982. So there was one year from 81 to 82 where it was 
Pat Sajak and Susan Stafford together. Ooh. And that just, they weren't vibing. And then, you know, they weren't, they weren't clicking. They had, you know, different things that they were interested in. They had, you know, different politics and things like (laughs) that. It just, it just wasn't going to work out. Mm. And so Susan Stafford left the show in 1982. And then they had submission. They had people submit, like hundreds of people submitted auditions to replace Susan Stafford. Men and women? I think, I mean... This was uh, this was a different time. Mm-hmm. Let's remember. Again, and I men think can't the, be pretty. I think the Only qualifications be... were be a hot woman. Okay. And so, Vanna White was amongst the three finalists that were chosen from these hundreds of submissions. There was Vanna White, who was a model and mm-hmm. pageant winner, which was also what Susan Stafford was. There was also another person that was a model and pageant winner. And then there was like a Playboy centerfold. So they all had roughly the same qualifications for being on TV, which was be attractive. Mm -hmm. And the three of them, like each filled the role for two weeks rotating. Oh, they did a a live little uh, test. Yeah, exactly. So they each got to do it for a couple weeks in 1982. And Merv Griffin felt that Vanna was the best at flipping over the letters. The best of, walker? Of those three. The best. Okay, so she did the, the best, best at properly. Yeah, the best at properly flipping the letter over. You think one of them was punching? It. And they're like, it's, mm, audiences don't really like aggressive with it. Way too aggressive. Yeah, so so that she was a good letter flipper, so she won the job. And she was a big hit, like, immediately. Particularly. The hot woman on TV was a big hit immediately? Well, particularly amongst young girls. Oh, like, because they had something to aspire to. They kind of idolized her and her outfits. Like, it was a big deal. Like, it was, there was a phenomenon that was referred to as Vanamania that Vanamania. was young girls and young women who were just, like, obsessed with Vanna White because, oh, my God, what's she going to be wearing today? And then guys who... Didn't really care about what she was wearing. Also wanted wanted to see see what she was wearing that day. (laughs) exactly. So that's how we got to Pat Sajak and Vanna White in 1982. It is 2020 at the moment of recording this. Yeah, correct. And we still have Pat Sajak and Vanna White. We do. On Wheel of Fortune. If If there was anyone else that filled those roles, I would revolt. Wow. Like from against the human. government or no, from being a human against humanity, against humanity. So you would side with the brain sucker aliens from absolutely. And I would go around and I would be a serial brain scratcher. And I would just have those two things in my hand and I would just go up to people unsuspecting and I'm just like, and they go, Ooh, that feels really, that feels really good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You can stop now though. I'm good. <laughs> That's enough. That's like one of those things that you when, buy because you're like, oh, this will be cool. And you use it once. Oh, like, like any sort of thing from Brookstone or exactly. the Sharper Image? Exactly. Yeah. Or something that you get from a white elephant gift. Yeah. Why do we do white elephant? I don't understand. I think it, I just don't understand. It's like one of those traditions where you're like, it's tradition. It's like you invited me into your club and then you spanked me as hard as you could. How is that? What kind is, of white elephant it? do you do? Oh, I only I travel around the country and I do white elephants at frat houses. Okay. 
And so there's a whole initiation process like, Dude, what, beforehand. Who are you? What are you doing here? This is like an exclusive club. And I'm then like, you get paddled. And I get paddled. Okay. And do you get any tchotchkes out of the deal? From, no. From the, oh, wow. You're doing it way wrong. I think, that, I think, I think that's your problem. I think I'm traveling around the world to get paddled. I think I just realized that right now. Hmm. All right. So Wheel of Fortune, it, was, it, it started as a daytime show in 19... 81 or 1979 somewhere around there late 70s early 80s there also became a nighttime version as well so there was one of each was it like where pat sajak would wear a bikini or something? <laughs> yeah yeah it was real kinky the nighttime version <laughs> they, they wore like bdsm <laughs> it was like it was like after 11 o'clock on comedy central where they're allowed to <laughs> swear pat sajak is like now it was a fucking dumb dumb yeah, choice dumb fucking guess x how many times is there going to be a fucking X, <laughs> you idiot? You keep guessing X. <laughs> so, yeah. Todd, this is the fourth puzzle in a row that you've guessed X. Well, who brought this guy here? So, so they were doing double duty on both of those. In 1989, Pat Sajak left the daytime version so that he could host his own talk show, The Pat Sajak Show. Mm. In 1990, he stopped hosting The Pat Sajak Show at the request of everybody, everybody, it. yeah, whoever watched it. So that show didn't last very long. He was not the next Merv Griffin in that. I get that because his voice is soothing. He's a fine-looking man to host a show, I think. But he is the most boring person. It wow. seems. I hope he doesn't. Which is fine watch this. for the show because, like, as a host. You know, I think you can take two routes. You can be personality. You know, you can be Alec Baldwin and, and laughing and joking and, and bigger personality. Mm-hmm. Or you can just fill the role of the individual that moves the show along. So do you know what Pat Sajak's job was before it was host of Wheel of Fortune? Kroger bagger. Um, Los Angeles NBC Detective. weatherman. Okay. Yeah, I can see him being a weatherman. Yeah. So he was a weatherman and... Merv Griffin. Which is like the one of the most irrelevant jobs in the world. Wow. <laughs> you know how you know this how was nineteen seventy. You know how else 19- I can check the weather? I can go outside. In nineteen eighty one or nineteen yeah, in nineteen eighty one you didn't have a phone. Do you or know an the internet? probability of weathermen? Do you know what it is of them getting the weather right? Weather men, weather women, weather women. It's probably is about it the same women? as any of our sponsors weather women existing by the time the episode airs. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I know. Do you do you have a thirteen percent? Is that factual? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So you just weathermaned your answer to this one. (laughs) Oh, I just weathermaned myself. Is that uh, isn't that a Nick Cage thing? Is it wasn't that the weatherman? Yeah, he wasn't. You know, it's yeah, it's so weird you say that. I John and I watched National Treasure last night. How was it? I mean, it was the most fun movie I've ever seen. I need to watch it again. It's bad. I mean, it's it's not bad. It's goofy, right? But they use actual, they use the actual Constitution for most of the, the correct, and the they also use actual factual things, pieces of history to weave into this. Right. Ridiculous. So, have you like joined the Stonemasons or the Illuminati or anything since watching it? Is it wasn't that a big thing? Like it was like the Masons that left all these clues. I can't talk about it we need okay. to go back okay. to that okay. sorry sorry i'm asking too many questions you are um so 
this year actually is it it's uh it's pretty relevant of us to be talking about this show right now because just a few weeks ago mm. it was Pat Sajak's 38th year as host of Wheel of Fortune. Okay. Well, so he does not look 38. No. It was his 38th year. He started hosting it as a baby. He was a weatherman <laughs> in his mother's womb. Uh going to be another wet day. <laughs> Uh, also, somebody, I don't know who, keeps eating barbecue, and it hurts me. Well, so so that was uh, his, his 38th season, started earlier this year. Breaking Bad. The re- oh, no, good show. Breaking the record for longest host of a game show in history. No way. Previously held by Bob Barker. Oh, oh, yeah, Barker. Yeah. So Bob Barker did The Price is Right for 37 seasons. This is the 38th season wow. for Pat Sajak to do Wheel of Fortune. But who has the highest count of dogs neutered? That would be Bob Barker still, I think. That's what I thought. But, yeah, so, so you know, big, big year for Pat. That's setting huge. that record. This is also the longest-running syndicated game show in American history. Yeah, I totally believe that. More than 7,000 syndicated episodes. And before it was syndicated, because, it, like I said, it started on NBC as a daytime show in 1975, and that ran until, like, 1991. So, for the daytime version, there were another four to 5,000 episodes. What? Why go over 2,000? Because people still watch it. People still like it. But if people are watching, they're not going to remember 2,000 episodes. So just keep playing them on shuffle mode. Because there's sometimes timely stuff in there, you know? Like what? Like sometimes... Is there a Corona version? I mean, Is right, there a Corona-specific they're, one? They're filming right now in Corona World. So they've got pandy specials. With no audiences, right? I believe with no audiences. But they're still clapping when the wheel goes. You have to. You have to I have totally agree. You have if that was dead silence and you just heard the click 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 click, I wouldn't like. Have the show. you seen the Leslie Jones supermarket sweep? No, that, that started airing. No, so no. I, I watched an episode, and there is obvious for obvious reasons also no studio audience, mm-hmm. which is so bad for the show. Is it detrimental <laughs> it's to the so detrimental of the they, audience? Th- they do throw in a laugh track here and there. Okay, but. That's obviously done in post. So in the, you know, where they're shooting, you can feel the discomfort where, like, she's telling jokes or things like that. And, you know, she's only got an audience of six people. Yeah. They're trying to focus on playing Winning. a game show. Yeah. So they're not getting the best reaction from them. And you don't get that crowd energy mm-hmm. transplant planting itself into you know the contestants and the host Mm -hmm. so it's really weird and kind of uncomfortable at times and then the weirdest parts are in like the final rounds where they've got to solve the clue to find the next grocery thing so they changed it a little bit in this one to where you've got 45 seconds or whatever it is get the three clues to find the thing. Yeah. And if you do, you win $25,000. Wow. But at this point, you can take however much time you have left and add 20 seconds 
to find one more clue that will give you $50,000. Mm. And then when you do that, you can take that and f- add 20, add 15 seconds and find one more clue for a yeah. hundred thousand dollars, whatever. I don't know how high it goes, but, and the people like find the third thing to guarantee that they've won $25,000 or whatever. And there's no like cheering or anything. They didn't even put it, a audio track of people cheering or anything. Oh, wow. It's just, they're like, Oh yeah, we got it. And it's like just dead air. And it's like, okay. And then Leslie Jones is over. Like they put her over like a store intercom thing. Okay. To say like, you can continue, like, but if you don't get this next one, you wouldn't know at the front of the store. Yeah, exactly. Missing child. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's weird because of the no audience thing, but wheel of fortune doesn't need necessarily that level of comedy or energy. No, so definitely not. It's fine. But, but yeah, so I think, and also like you said, there's more pixels. Now, if you were still watching nineties versions, you wouldn't, people wouldn't like that. People don't want to watch that stuff anymore. I love crappier visuals. I will only watch YouTube videos in 240p. Really? Mm-hmm. You you click on the little gear and I click on the gear, turn I it go off down to the very bottom. bottom. I keep turning auto off. I don't want yeah. auto 40. I don't want for auto 40. I want 240p. All right. So this is this is the show. It's been going on like this for quite a while. There have been some changes to modernize it over time. Mm-hmm. Pat got a tan. Yeah, I mean he's a very you know, fake he's, tan. He's had some work done, mm-hmm. um, but. Vanna's definitely had some work done, mm-hmm. which is fine. Really, I, I wouldn't have guessed it. it just like that shocks me. It, it, what, it, she doesn't look like, you know. Um, no, it's 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 mostly like like I was a female comedian that had passed away. She's really funny. Joan Rivers. Yeah, she like there's it's not even close to that. Yeah, no, it's not it's not to that extent. She's just clearly had some like Botox and okay. facelift type of stuff going on. But I mean. She's, I wouldn't put it past it if Pat Sajak did Botox too. Oh, he for looks, sure. His face looks for a sure. little absolutely, but um, Botoxy. But <laughs> he, he he's a little Botoxy. But there's been a few changes over the years, like just slight modifications for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like the originally there wasn't a bonus round at the end. It was oh. just the winner won, and they took all the teddy bears that they got. Oh, interesting. Home with them, but they they added the bonus round. After several years, and it was for for a long time, there was W H E E L mm-hmm. that you chose from at the end, which one right. you wanted to be your potential. Each one was prize. a different prize, yeah. And it was, you know, I think twenty five thousand dollars was the big prize that you could possibly win from that. And you got one puzzle with you know a set amount of time R S T L N E. And when it first started, you did not get R S T L N E for the first several years. You just so got hard. nothing, and you had to guess. Five consonants and a vowel. Yeah. And it frequently ended up being R, S, T, L, and E because those are the most commonly used letters in the English language. Yeah. So they eventually realized everybody's pretty much guessing the same letters. So we'll give them that. And now you get three more consonants and one more vowel. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think like C and M are generally pretty good yeah. guesses. And they said, I read consonants. something today that was like strategy is don't guess what you want to essentially. They know the most popular guesses. So they stray Ooh, from so you puzzles shouldn't do that C would or M. light you up. You should be guessing a, like H. And they said H is a popular one. Yeah. And C is also a popular one. It was like, it wasn't, it was like 10% of the puzzles, but it was still way higher right. than like 
three, four percent. Interesting. And yeah, if you get it right, you get whatever your selected selected prize. prize was. They changed that, I think, 10, 12 years ago or something like that, to where there's now a little wheel yeah. with the prizes on okay. it, so you don't choose one. And now there's also the potential for a million dollars. So on the board, for the first few rounds, I think it's removed after a certain amount of rounds, on the board, there is a space that is div- actually divided up into three from mm-hmm. a regular size space. That on either of the two it looks sides, like it looks all of these look like a pennant. Where did you ever go through a thing yeah. where you had pennants all over I had, your I had teams? Baseball pennants. I had like so crazy. many. Pennants. Every time I went to a game, I would get a different team's pennant, uh-huh. and yeah, that's what it looks like. It's a wheel of pennants. It is a wheel of pennants, but it also looks like so that that piece to me looks like when your wife is like, I just want one more tiny slice of pizza, and then you've got to like cut. It's a third of one slice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to cut a weird tiny slice. So on either side, there's a bankrupt, and then in the middle, there's the one million. And it's glitzy. It is glamorous. It is it looks green like, and sparkly. Mm-hmm. It looks like a, a dress that, who's someone with red hair? Emma Stone would wear to the Oscars. Ooh, she'd be hot in that dress. Green looks great on red hair. It does. All right. Emma, if you are listening mm-hmm. and you need any um, stylists, yeah, I think we know what we're doing, it sounds like. I mean, just look at us. Hello. Um, but, but yeah, so there's the million dollar thing now. And if you land on the million, you can guess. I think it's worth $500. It's like as if you land on $500 for the purposes of that round that you're playing. Mm-hmm. But if you get at least one, you then get that piece and it is a part of your inventory now or whatever you want to say. Yeah. If you land on bankrupt at any point for the rest of the day, you lose it. But if you survive with that million and you win the game and go to the bonus round, oh my God. then the million is in the oh, little you still mini have to wheel. Be, you still have to win the bonus you round. You still have to spin it okay. and land on it without knowing that you landed on it. So it is very rare and very difficult yeah. to get the million. There's a it lot. It sounds of like a double zero on a only, table. It's, I think it's only happened a couple times, but that is how you can now win a million dollars. They've also, most obviously, the most obvious change is that the game board is digital now. So mm-hmm. there's no actual spin. The iconic right. block spinning, like turning the block over. It's what like Vanna was go... so good at what got her that job. Yeah, it's what. Um, it's like when you go to a playground and there's the tic-tac-toe squares. Have you ever seen those where yep. like you can play tic-tac-toe? Yep. Uh, nobody ever does, no, but they're just fun. <laughs> you just hit the <laughs> shit, shit out of them. And that was what the two other women kept doing that <laughs> they were competing against her. They go, <laughs> "Hey, Pam, you don't need to. You don't need to chop." It kept, just, it kept just landing back on the white blank side. <laughs> so it was again, and then she would just stand in front of it. Uh, but, Pam, everything you're doing is wrong. You're just, Literally everything. You are not getting... Have you ever watched the game before? <laughs> Do you understand how it works? So, they... In 1995, a new producer came on board. And so what I learned, I, I assumed for whatever reason that like, okay, they must have four of these gigantic boards ready to go and they like wheel them in and out oh, yeah. when the puzzle changes. What they actually did was they had one big board 
and they would do a puzzle and then it would be like, okay, time out. And they would just stop everything for 15 minutes while the whole crew was up there changing out to the next puzzle. So inefficient. Right. And so a new producer came on board and was like, hey, it shouldn't take more than an hour to shoot this 24 minute game show. We need to change this. And so in 1997, we had the technology at that point in Mm. time to make it a little digital touchscreen thing. So then Vanna only has to give it a little tap. Yeah. And it flips over to the correct uh, letter, the correct side of it, Mm. because there's no actual mechanical flipping or anything at this point. That has led to some bloopers of like her like tapping it over and over and and there's just uh, nothing happening. And not working. But I think it has to be like, he didn't get the letter right. There's nothing there. You can stop. (laughs) Oh, oh, sorry. Pam, damn it. Why do we bring you back for another audition? Van has been doing great for 25 years. Um, so that was that's the biggest technological change in because I mean the wheel is still a big actual spinning wheel. Mm-hmm. Everything else is pretty much the same, except for the board is now digital. And we're sure Pat's not a robot. That would be a huge digital change. Oh yeah. Well he's an he's like an animatronic. Like have you been to the Country Bear Jamboree at uh, It's so at smooth at every time World? they Yeah. Exactly. So the, the the only two changes are the board is digital and uh Pat is an animatronic. And it <laughs> it is it is actually Pat Sajak's skin. Oh god <laughs> from when he died. They kind of, it was like a uh, So it's like Terminator. If you if you if he were to catch his forearm on something or if he needed the key to something he would rip the skin back and there would be actual yeah exactly it's like it's like we've talked about before they kind of just taxidermied him around (laughs) an animatronic shell so that's why he looks a little botoxy it's the skin (laughs) is a little more stretched because the the technology at the time that they Mm. made it they the head was a little bit bigger right um his head does look big by the way see so so that's pretty much the show there is much like Oscar Mayer, there is a wheelmobile. Oh, I don't know if you knew about this. No. It is a custom Wheel of Fortune Winnebago that drives around the country recruiting contestants Whoa. for the show. And the wheels are actual wheels from the Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. So it's and like sometimes they, they stop 70 at a stoplight. inch rims, baby. Yeah. And some, if they stop at a stoplight and land on bankrupt, they have to get out and give the, <laughs> give the car away to somebody else. <laughs> It's, there's Who no made way. these rules? <laughs> You're mean, making it so hard for us to recruit just, people. There is a two and twenty-four chance because there's twenty-four. We have to be on, on brand here. Yeah, we have to be consistent. Consistency is one of the biggest keys, I think. But <clears throat> yeah, that's that's basically the show, and I think it's it's a good show. It's a great show. There's a reason that it is again the longest running syndicated sure uh, game show in Simple. history. People play along. It's, I think they nail the amount of money they give away. I really do. You, you see, you're often concerned about the, the prize am. money on shows. I am. So I don't care that this one doesn't give away the million. It can, though. Yeah, but it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> Statistically. Right, but it can. But it, I think it's perfect because people walk away with 50K mm-hmm. and they can walk away with 75,000 plus a car, you know, if they have a really, really good. Two, two really right. good rounds or something. So, right. I don't know. It feels like it's worth the time to play the game and, and yeah. show up. And they have, I feel like they have done a good job of little bits of things to modernize it as they go. And like with the digital thing, 
it allows them to do more puzzles in a show. So now they have the the right. toss ups where it does the dude. They go through puzzles and just starts going boom 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 boom. Yeah. As they start lighting up one by one, and then somebody guesses. I think they have like four of those just at random points throughout the show now of yeah. the toss ups. So there are a lot of things. I think <clears throat> Wheel of Fortune has introduced us to like before and after. I think is a term that I mostly associate with okay. Wheel of Fortune. Where you have a puzzle that's like, that was a theme. They had different themes, right? It, for, yeah, every every puzzle has its own theme. Yeah. Like it'll be before and after, and the answer will be something like, um, fried egg in the hole or something like that. It takes oh, so, yeah, two, two phrases and, linked okay. by a common last word or first word. So that there's okay. This I hate. There's one that they frequently use that is just phrase. And to me, when the category is phrase, what my mind is doing is going, okay, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. You looking at me? Uh, yeah, exactly. What, whatever it is. Don't count your chickens before they're hatched. I was watching an episode and it was phrase. And I'm trying to think, okay, what's a phrase? What's a, what's a phrase? I God, what is this puzzle? Like, it was a really long one. I couldn't figure it out. My brain couldn't wrap my head around it. And... Finally, they get enough letters up there to where it can be solved. Mm -hmm. And the answer is, don't forget to pack the underwater camera. That is a phrase I have used many times. <laughs> when haven't you? I mean, daily <laughs> I'm using that phrase, don't forget to pack the underwater. Most famously in The Godfather Part 2, where they say, don't forget to pack the underwater camera. Mm -hmm. I think that was Michael who says that. Um but yeah, it's there's so there's some weird stuff about it that pisses me off like that. Also, it's just a hard game. Uh, it but, is difficult, but it, it's a hard game. But an idiot can play it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So because you know, at home, it's one of those things where I feel like you know when you're really trying to like if you stare at something for a really long time, you're like, oh, how do I do this? What am I supposed to do? This doesn't make any sense. Well, and then you walk away for half an hour, and then you come back and you look at it and you go. Oh, it's this. Yeah. I feel like that's what it must be like playing Wheel of Fortune, mm -hmm. especially when you're in the spotlight on the hot seat there. Yeah. When you've got to solve the puzzle and you can't wrap your mind around what letters you're seeing and how they're spaced out. And especially when there's weird things like a two letter word that starts with O and your brain might automatically be like, it's on, it's on, what on, blah, blah, blah. But it was or. Yeah. Um, it's crazy because that phenomena which I totally agree with, happens to me every morning when I try and tie my shoes. You don't remember how I to tie I cannot your shoe? for the life of me remember. I have to walk away from, I have to take my shoes back off, okay. walk away from my shoes, come For back, half an hour? Yes. Okay. Put my foot back in and I'm like, obviously it was this. Ah, that's what it was. Yeah, so, so that's Wheel of Fortune. I think it's good. I have some hot takes on how to make this better. Okay, I was, I was just going to get into that. So what I would love. To, to make this show better. And I think it can be done using these following additions. Okay. The letters are behind a two-inch piece of wood, and Vanna White has to use a sledgehammer to reveal the letter. Okay. I think it would just be, first of all, should be jacked by, like, after one sure. season. Well, what if, instead of that, what if it was... Like a plywood, and she had to do a karate kick it or something. That's even better. And okay, okay. And what if it was a plywood, and you had a karate master 
hold, hold it. it. Like, you know how on um, uh, Deal or No way. Deal, uh, they have all the girls holding the briefcases? Yeah. What if every letter has a separate karate master oh with, with a piece of wood yeah. and you have to, Hi-ya! Right. You can you can chop, you can kick, depending on how yeah. whatever she wants on the It'll be like dealer's choice. Vanna's choice is what we'll call it. Okay. And she'll do headbutts. Oh, that's a good one. And elbows. Okay. Um, okay, cool. We made it. We made my better. We made my make it better. We made better made better. better. Um, if you land on bankrupt, you have to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. <laughs> yeah, you lose everything. <laughs> you lose everything. Okay. Um, if you guess a wrong letter in a puzzle and that same letter happens to be in your name, you have to legally remove that letter from your name. So if you're wrong. So if I guess... J O H R N, and they're not in the puzzle. Correct. I become Jin now. Yes. Correct. Okay. Um, and you would just see a lot of more X and Y guesses. I because <laughs> people don't want to be wrong. Um, one episode. I think this is just a once like special one-off episode. Uh, Vanna White is replaced with a white van that crashes into the boxes to reveal the letters, and it's a drunk driving PSA episode. Oh, I like it. Okay. That's good for the so kids. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. For the kids. Um, people that spin the wheel too hard lose $100. So if it's just spinning for too long, you, you get angry, you yes. get frustrated. There's, a, there's the like a, spin. it can spin for five seconds. And if it spins for longer than five seconds, you lose money. You lose $100. Okay. Is that it? That's my full list. <clears throat> okay. So, I mean, I look at this game. This has existed since 1975. Mm. It... It is the longest running syndicated game show in history. It has been hosted for the last 38 years by Pat Sajak. Mm -hmm. Vanna White has been the hostess for the last 37 years. It has maintained its rating success. It is a staple in many homes around America. Who am I to offer changes or suggestions to them? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm John fucking Baker. That's who I am. And I'm going to tell you how to make this Okay, I was going to say, you're a host of a game game show podcast. podcast. So, I like some of your ideas there. Mm -hmm. Some of them are a bit drastic. Sure. Which is fine. Hey. Most of my ideas so far have involved feeding people to sharks. (laughs) That's accurate. So, so I think think yours are fine. I think, I think the key here is, I think you've got to wait out Pat and Vanna. I don't think you can make any significant changes mm. with Pat and Vanna at the helm. Okay. We need them to die. So you're and I don't, I'm not murder. rooting for them to die, to oh, be clear. Okay. But I'm saying when they do, or retire, or whatever. Mm-hmm. When they leave the show. And it will, I don't know, I assume it'll be at the same time. Won't it be weird if one of them leaves and not the other? Unless one of them dies. Well, yeah, but isn't the other person like obligated? And then, and then, so Pat dies, and then the new Vanna host comes on, and Vanna's like, the, every episode she goes, "You're not Pat. <laughs> You'll never be my real dad." <laughs> I think I, I, I just don't think it, I'm not going to call you Pat, okay? Because my name's John. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's fine. I don't think that the show could go on with just one of them. Sure. Okay. Last year, there were a few episodes. There was a few weeks Pat had a surgery, and Vanna was the host of the show for a few weeks. She that earned the title of host for those weeks. And then and the, the role of Vanna, 
again, I guess hostess is the proper term, but nobody calls her the hostess. They just call her Vanna. Yeah. Like, but that's a testament to how she right. Took that, that role, role is the Vanna it. role. That's yeah. what it is. Like, you can say Pat Sajak is the host of the show. Maybe Vanna is probably more iconic because she's the Vanna of the show. Right. So, Vanna was the host, and I think there was kind of a rotating cast of people filling the Vanna role, including I think Pat's daughter at one point, okay. maybe Vanna's daughter. But they've so they had maybe it was. Both of their daughters at the same time. Whoa. Uh, no, Vanna had a boyfriend or fiance that died in the 80s. Did she, so she, she, left did she think his head was for... a square and he, she turned his head too far and broke his neck? <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was what happened. And so Susan Stafford came back for a couple weeks while she was, you know. Susan? In morning. Better than Pam. But much better than Pam. Uh, Fucking Pam. Yeah. Um, so, so I think you've got to wait till they're gone. And then you can make some changes. First of all, I don't think you can replace Vanna White for a few reasons. First of all, as we said, she's the Vanna of the show. Mm-hmm. So just from that aspect, she's irreplaceable, you know, because that next person is constantly going to be compared to Vanna. Yeah, of course. Second of all, she's incredibly superfluous. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we live in a world of technology where those numbers can turn themselves very easily mm-hmm. and it would save us time and we could get more puzzles in there potentially or more advertising or more entertainment or something. Mm-hmm. We don't need to see her walking across the stage struggling to hit touchscreens every once in a while and the letters very slowly revealing themselves. <laughs> if somebody says R, we can have all the R's up the board within two seconds because we have the technology to do right. that. So we don't need somebody to fill that role. In 1975, in 1982, when she <laughs> took over, we needed somebody who could properly turn squares, squares, yeah, to reveal Are they a letter. Squares? They're more rectangular. Aren't they? They're rectangular. Yeah. Okay. We needed somebody who could do that. We don't need that anymore. We have the technology. And again, in 1975 with Susan Stafford, in 1982 with Vanna White, their main qualifications were that they were hot women. Mm-hmm. We can't have that be the qualifications in 2020 or. Later, I assume. So you heard it here first, folks. John Baker doesn't want hot women to work. He wants the hot women of the world to be replaced with technology. I want the hot women of the world that are hardworking and qualified. Oh, oh, Vanna's not hardworking. Oh, God. We just clearly said she works 500. How many steps do you walk a day? More than 500. But you're not a hot woman. I'm not, that's true. I don't, I can't, I can't say how hard her job is until I've walked 500 steps in her shoes. <laughs> All right. So, so I think once they're gone, you don't need a co-host or hostess anymore. It will just be weird. I think those. So if you were president, your are, platform would be less jobs. <laughs> Jesus. We did the debate episode last week. The whole election thing is over. I mean, it's not over. It's, it's who knows. Over, we, I don't yeah. know when this airs, if we'll ever know if there's a president or anything. But I say we do both. Let's have them both in office. Vanna and Pat? No. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I would <laughs> happily do that. I would settle for that. I happily do that. But yeah, so I think you just go Can you to... imagine how long 
legislation and and senate meetings would be to write to write a law it's been a revealing one letter at this, a time this this 400 page law uh we're not gonna tell you though <laughs> guys you know what time it is you, yeah you gotta guess what this law says e yes there are four thousand e's <laughs> also you owe back taxes now because it's a vowel so so you're saying scrap vanna so I th- i'm saying scrap the vanna roll right. i keep vanna around for as long as she wants okay. to be around she's earned yep. it I say you scrap the Vanna roll, you just have the board turn itself over, and you find a new host, whether that be a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Hot woman, ugly woman, fat, skinny, love them all. Yeah. So, honestly, preferably a woman. <laughs> all right. I'm going to say that right now. Okay. We're taking a job away from a woman. I want to give a job. You're doing it. Okay. All that's right. fair. And, and then I think you can get a little crazy with it. I think... It's so ingrained in our culture and in our minds that these two people kind of are that show. Mm -hmm. So I almost feel like you have to change more things up when they're gone. Otherwise, again, it's just going to be compared to the old old thing. And it's not going to be compared favorably because it never is because we all have nostalgia goggles. Mm -hmm. And so I think you probably need to change some things up at that point. The one thing I don't think you can ever change is having a big physical wheel that weighs several stone. Um, you need to many, many, stone. many stone, uh, depending on your denomination of stone. Mm-hmm. I think you need that and it needs to be some hangman style fill in the blank type of thing. But I think you can probably tart it up a little bit in different ways, whether that be how the board looks or some of the things that appear on the wheel. I think you can make it a little bit more of a truth or dare spin the bottle type of elements onto the wheel. You can have some where you've got to do a dare before you uh, are allowed to, to guess your letter or something. If you, okay. if you land on that, like you've got to do the chicken dance or something before you can guess your letter. What kind of truth and dare episode did you play where it was do the chicken dance? What do you mean? I mean, dares are usually like, you got to call your crush. You got to call your crush. You got to say you're a pizza man and that you love her and then hang up the phone. Who did you play truth or dare with? Oh, I play it currently with 13-year-olds. Oh, I, I See, I mostly just, I'm like a single player gamer, so I mostly just played by myself. You just dare yourself to do things? Yeah. That's just you getting through the day? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I dare you to wake up right now. Yeah. I usually lose that one and then I have to tell the truth, uh, which is annoying, but... But yeah, so I think you can mess with it a little. I, I like I said, I, I I'm kind of shying away from specific suggestions because of the respect that I have yeah, for you Pat are. and, this is and very... what they've accomplished. Yeah, and I think they're great. I think the show is great. I'm gonna give it four and a half buzzers. Wow. Um, I'm gonna go five. Five buzzers. This is a perfect game show. I can watch episode after episode after episode, and that's a testament to this show because. Nothing has changed since 1982, but the puzzles are new each time. The spins are different. Sometimes you get someone with a little bit of personality as a contestant, but mm-hmm. usually you don't. <laughs> you don't. It's not always necessary. No, it's, it's just I mean, like it's shut not... up and guess the letters, please. Right? Yeah, correct. Let's we need. Let's get through a whole bunch of games yeah. today. Uh, the introductions are super fast. Yep, I don't need. Pat say Jack is good at moving stuff. I mean, he is like. He's he's perfect. He's like 
the pace car in a like Indy 500 race uh-huh. if the pace car was also driving 200 miles per hour. Wow. Okay. So he's so right along just with another he's, racer. He's, he's just, <laughs> but he's always in first. He's, always, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. he's the guy he's, who's really good at yeah. Indy car racing and everybody Correct. else kind of just follows him. Yeah. He, so Merv Griffin hired him because he said he watched him on the weather and he had an odd sense of humor. And he liked that. Okay. Yeah. And he does have a very dry. Quick and the producers switch. were like, no, this is a weatherman. Yeah. But, and Merv Griffin was like, I quit if you don't hire him. Wow. So that was how Pat Sajak got the job. Pat Sajak owes him his life. Yeah. And so he's doing fine before Merv him. Griffin is dead now. So I don't know if Pat So Sajak, maybe he killed him. Oh, wait. That's why we're animatronic at this point. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody piece this plot together a little okay. bit better for me. Yeah. We can make it into a B movie. But that's yeah, already and, been done. Jerry Seinfeld did it. Okay. Um Vanna here's here's one little fact to leave us on. Mm. Vanna White's favorite puzzle of all time. It was the answer was supposed to be Gone with the Wind. This was in the eighties. It was supposed to be Gone with the Wind. Yeah. And I guess there was, you know, an O, an N, and an E up on the board, and a D for from Gone with the Wind. We're all up on okay. the board. and Or maybe not the D, whatever. But the person answered, done with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> and Vanna White started cracking up out loud on the show. <laughs> yes. Because I assume the category was... Movie. movies or literature or something yeah and he answered done with one hand <laughs> and masturbation jokes are always funny mm-hmm. in all circumstances right and vanna white would know she's constantly using her hand she 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 does it all with one hand yeah so congrats to vanna on your fabulous hands mm-hmm. on protecting those investments like what if she broke a finger if she broke a finger, yeah, and they're just done. like, "You're fired." Yeah, you're fired. That's those are the money makers. Like, I can, I can heal. Those My are hands the money will be makers. good in like six weeks. We're bringing in Pam. Get <laughs> Pam back in here. <laughs> Pam comes in with boxing gloves. Like, fuck <laughs> it, just let her do what she needs to. Yeah. So that is Wheel of Fortune, the longest running syndicated game show of all time. It's a good one, and that's why it's the longest running syndicated game show of all time. Well deserved. All right. So this has been Come On Down. Check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Come On Down Show. Go to comeondownshow.com or email us at comeondownshow at gmail.com. Everything's kind of uniform. It's all Come On Down Show right. because Come On Down was already taken. So what we was? had to put the show on the what end. Was come On Down was already taken? Yeah. Oh, Come On Down Show. That's what you have to do. Yeah. yeah. Everything's got a show at the end. So remember that if you need to reach out to us. And until that, we will talk to you guys next week. Grill yourself. <laughs>